The carriage gave another lurch, and Maria Merriweather, Miss Heliotrope, and Wiggins once more fell into each other's arms, sighed, gasped, and righted themselves, and fixed their attention upon those objects which were for each of them at this trying moment the source of courage and strength. Maria gazed at her soft grey leather boots, her governess, Miss Heliotrope, at a brown volume of French essays. Wiggins, meanwhile, pursued with his tongue the taste of the long-digested dinner that still lingered among his whiskers. Humanity can be roughly divided into three sorts of people, those who find comfort in literature, those who find comfort in personal adornment, and those who find comfort in food, and Miss Heliotrope, Maria and Wiggins were typical representatives of their own sort of people. Maria must be described first, because she is the heroine of this story. In this year of grace, 1842, she was thirteen years old, and was considered plain, yet her little figure, small as that of a fairy's child, with a backbone as straight as a poker, was very dignified. Maria was an orphan. Her mother had died in babyhood, and her father just two months ago, leaving so many debts that everything he possessed, including their beautiful London house, had to be sold to repay them. When the lawyers had at last settled everything, it was found that there was only just enough money left to convey her and Miss Heliotrope and Wiggins by coach to the West Country, where they were to live with Maria's second cousin, Sir Benjamin Merriweather, whom they'd never seen, in his manor house of Moonacre, in the village of Silvery Dew. Maria knew nothing of the country, being a London lady born and bred. She loved luxury, and in her beautiful house looking out on the London square, she had it. But judging by this carriage, there would not be many comforts at Moonacre Manor. It was an awful conveyance, yet the two piebald horses pulling it were obviously well-loved and well-cared for, a fact Maria noticed at once because she adored horses. The coachman, who had introduced himself as Digweed, cut a very sad and shabby figure indeed in his patched clothing. Miss Heliotrope raised her book of essays and held it within an inch of her nose, determined to get to the end of the one about endurance before nightfall. It was her favourite, and having read it for the first time, she had made up her mind that she would love Maria, and that her love would never fail the child until death parted them. This is true love, and Maria had known it, and even when whipped for her peccadilloes, her behind had been so sore that she could scarcely sit upon it, her affection for Miss Heliotrope had been no whit abated. And now that she was no longer a child, but a young lady in her teens, it was the best thing in her life.